LIW American Horror Story Reviews brought to you by the new Blair Witch movie. For some reason, I can't decide what it has to do with this show at all. Not this season, at least, right? <laughs> oh, please watch the movie. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. American Horror Story Review, episode 13. This episode is 601, first episode of season 6. It's called Chapter 1. I gotta admit, I just recorded this episode, and it didn't save. So I have to redo it. And I'm a little mad about that, but here we go. So, guys, I haven't heard... I hadn't heard... This is this is past tense because I have seen the episode now. I didn't hear anything about this fucking season other than like there was kind of some not even leaks. There were like rumors when it came out like this season's gonna be about like uh, witches and or it's gonna be about ghosts and kids and it's gonna go into the Antichrist they set up in season one and I was really excited for that. I was like, oh, that'd be cool because I love season one and, and I would love to see Jessica Lang raising the fucking demon baby some more. That was a cool ending to that season. So. And I was like, oh, what are they going to do here? All I knew all I knew was I watched the teaser trailer, and then they had the little spiders coming out of the eyes, and I hope whoever made that burns in hell. Not for an eternity, just for like a week or two, like a, a hellcation. Just for like a little short while. And I don't know, I, I, I just really didn't like that video, the spiders coming out of the eyes. And I know that's what they're doing, they're trying to shock you, but fuck that, fuck that, fuck that person, fuck that trailer, fuck that person. I'm not a guy that watches trailers. I think trailers ruin things. I just don't appreciate trailers because they just they give away too much, and then I have expectations. I don't want to have any expectations, so that's why I didn't really care. I didn't mind um, Batman versus Superman. I was like, oh, that's fine. Well, and I had I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I didn't have any expectations. So I wasn't like, oh, that scene looked like it was gonna be awesome, but it was kind of boring. I was just kind of like, eh, it's, it's a movie. It's Batman versus Superman, and it's like too early for both reboots. I don't know why we're doing this. I just I, I just watched it fresh. Point is, so this one starts off, this season starts off with um, the following stories based on true events. And I was like, oh, where are we going with this? And then it did this screen and it was like, my Roanoke nightmare. That's how I read it. I read it like it was going to be like a, when you see those weird documentaries about like uh, kids or like a Cribs episode or something like that, where it's like, here, here in my house, let's check upstairs here. Here's where the witches used to burn people, like eat the kids' brains. Like, I thought it was going to, I just read it like that. Obviously, they were going for more of a, my road of nightmare, that sort of thing. Um, we're introduced to Shelby, who's played by Lily Rabe, and Matt, who's played by, I don't know, some black guy. I don't know his name. Uh, I could have looked it up easily, but I decided not to. I, I decided to go real racist with it. No, but the point is, that you see them, and they're kind of explaining what happened. And they're talking to cam- directly to camera. It's supposed to be part of this show, the show within the show, which is My Roanoke Nightmare. And she's like, we're walking on the sidewalk one day. And he goes, well, she was pregnant. We just found out she's pregnant. I just got a promotion. Everything was great. We moved to L.A. for yoga or some shit. It's like the yoga capital of the world. Yoga, not yogurt. Either way, it's not true, I don't think. Um, people act like we invented, I don't know, fuck it. Um because meditation and stretching didn't exist before that. So they, they're they walking on the sidewalk, and then all of a sudden this kid just punches uh, Matt in the fucking face. And she's like, it was a gang initiation. Uh, it's called punch and run or something like that. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. He falls and hits his head in the ground. Uh, they, they, they do this weird thing where they 
how do I describe this? They have actors playing the characters. So Lily Rabe is the actor playing Shelby, and the guy who plays Matt in this is playing Matt. But then they, I think we're watching, because it switches over to where Shelby is played by Sarah Paulson and Matt is played by Kubini Jr. And so I think that's supposed to be like the reality version, our our reality version, like that we're watching it happen. And then Shelby, uh, Lily Rabe and the other guy are the actors on the My Roanoke Nightmare explaining the real story of the story of the real Shelby and Matt, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, fucking watch the show you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't watch the show when you listen to this, what's going on with your psychopath life? What do you what do you got going on? Too busy to watch this shit. Anyway, so there, you know, like I said, walking on the sidewalk gets punched. The 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 older the 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 non show actors, the ones who are in reality, are are much older. I don't know if they're much older, but they're older. Kubrick Jr. seems considerably older than the guy who plays Matt in the in My Road Nightmare. But the Lily Rabe, I don't know how much younger she is than Sarah Paulson. I don't know. They might be the same age. I don't fucking know. I don't care. The point is, they seem older. They, she seems more like grown up. They, and I feel bad because I'm like, oh, Cuba, Cuba Goody Jr. I'm going to say his wrong. I'm going to say his name differently every single time, by the way. It's like Lady Gaga. Um, but I just made fun of his dad pretty brutally. Like, I don't know if you call it brutally. It's, the point is, I made fun of his dad recently with my American 7 episode on Colin Kaepernick, and I made fun of. I did the uh, National Anthem, and I showed his dad, who is a fucking musician, so he should know better. Kobe Gooding Sr., senior, he, not senior, he sings the National Anthem, just a cappella, and it is a fucking nightmare. It is a war crime. He should be arrested for his performance. It is like an onslaught of insanity and bravado and just like pure enthusiasm in his awfulness. Like, he's a musician. He should sing it better. I don't know if he's a singer or not. I think he's just like a... I, don't, I think he plays an instrument. I don't know if he sings, but it was just straight, straight up terrible. Good look up Kubi Gooding Sr. National Anthem and try not to laugh. It is... He is so insane the way he gets into it. And he looks just like Kubi Gooding Jr. It's really weird. I hate his name. It is the worst name for me. For me. Cuba. 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 It's like a... What's her fucking name that was married to Bruce Willis? Her name. You, you, I say it wrong every fucking time. I can't even remember right now. Good God. This is like my fifth time or fifth episode today of her podcast. And this is the second time I'm doing this fucking episode. So I'm real excited and I can't say words. So um, he's in the hospital. Matt is um, right when Shelby goes in, touches him. He wakes up. She has a miscarriage. You can tell there's some sort of supernatural thing going on there. They decide to move from L.A. to Salem, North Carolina. And I was, and then they're like, oh, right when I heard the word Salem, I'm like, oh, they're doing the witch thing. It's great. Out of six seasons, we're going to have two about witches. Let me first say, I don't give a shit about witches. I've stated that before in the show. Still still feel that way about witches. Don't give a shit about witches. Obviously, they're not real. Obviously, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying people think they are anymore, as far as I know. I, I But I don't, I don't care. I don't, like, vampires last season were more interesting to me than fucking witches. Like, witches... I don't care. I did like In the Witch, that new movie. I guess it came out last year or this year. I don't remember when. That was a really good movie, but that was a movie. This is a whole fucking season again. I have to watch another fucking season about witches. Um, they're, they, they're looking at the house. They say it's built in 1792. Um, they go upstairs, and it looks like the crow when he's hanging out upstairs and, you know, playing the record. 
But they have like these testicle shaped windows up there. It's very strange. I don't know what they're going for there. I think it's supposed to be a shape of something, but it just looked like balls to me. And ball windows are a great idea. They show a bidding scene where they do an auction for the house. And it's it's Cuba and it's Sarah Paulson. So it's Shelby and Matt. And they're both just bidding against these three insanely inbred people. And it looks like the spirit Halloween store version of inbred people, like Hicks. Because they got like the teeth that are kind of sideways and missing, you know, the missing teeth little thing that you put in. Whatever those are called. Um, and they got like the the wispy hair, the redneck trucker hat, and like a fucking overalls and flannel and... They're in the back of a pickup truck. And I'm like, good fucking God. Like, the fact that they didn't be like, you're not going to buy this house, nigger, is, is amazing to me. Because they're going hardcore in North Carolina for this fucking episode. The fact that they managed to not be racist is kind of a minor miracle. So they started off like 25, 26,000. They keep going back and forth. And Q was like, 40K. And I was like, God damn, dude. And he's like, that's my, oh, the voiceover was like, that was our life savings. He didn't sound like that. That was like John from last season. He's like, that was my life saving, our life saving. So if we didn't get it, we were fucked. I was like, or you just buy the next fucking house because it's there's gonna be a bunch of houses. This whole area of the country is just built on you know free labor. So there's a bunch of big houses out there for sale. And he goes, they made it, they made it look like and he, they get the house. He wins. He wins the auction because those hicks don't have forty k to rub together. Come on. And um, but they just kind of like, yeah, we got it. And they're like, it felt like they were moving in right then. And I was like, you still got to, you know. Sign paperwork and shit. You don't just have the house. Like, you said 40K, so therefore, you get the house. If he said 50K, he gets the house, and we should probably collect money at some point and do some sort of paperwork so you can actually have the house. And I was like, okay, so 40K, and this is this is life savings, right? So they're not in the hole for a house yet, right? So if shit goes wrong, which it inevitably is because she goes... From the very first moment, I felt danger there. And I was like, bitch, fucking say something. You don't own the house yet. You just you just do the auction. Just go, hey, I'm sorry. We thought we had that worked out, but we don't. I'm sorry. Here's here's your fee or whatever the fuck, however that works when you back out of an auction. Point is, they're not in the hole anything. So if they're like, we have to go buy another house or stay at this place, we can just borrow some money and be fine, get a home loan, get whatever. You're not in the hole at all. This is my point. They spent their life savings. That They can still go somewhere else if push comes to shove, which with witches and shit, it's almost certainly going to. Um, anyway, they're, that night they're having sex. They start hearing these weird noises. They go outside. It's like these weird goat slash pig noises, some sort of wild animal being tortured. I don't know. I don't know my farm animals. When it's squealing, I don't know, the no- I don't know which animal it is. I assume it was a pig because of what we find later. We find that there's also a trash can torn apart, and he's like, I thought it was raccoons. And uh, the next day, he's gone, and Lily's at home. Not Lily, uh, Sarah Paulson. So Shelby, I guess I'll start calling her a character name. It starts raining teeth on the bitch, and I was like, what, what the fuck's going on? I don't know why I called her a bitch. I don't care. When it rains teeth on you, you're a bitch. Is that a fair rule? That's not fair at all, is it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, women. I didn't mean it. So. He gets back, and she's like, it was raining teeth. And he's like, no, it wasn't. And there's no teeth outside. So, you know, you got to do that horror movie thing where something happens to the woman, and then they can never prove it for some reason. She didn't hold on to the tooth. I don't know. She had it in her fucking hand. She could just hold on to it or grab a handful. I mean, like, see, look at this. Anyway, he goes away on business later, and she's like, I'm glad he left because I needed some space. I needed to relax. Luckily, that's what I do for a living. 
And I was like, she didn't really, she might have stated, I might have missed it, that she does yoga for a living. Like, is she a fucking trainer? How do you get paid to do that for a living? Who, unless she has like a webcam on the ground and she does it naked, I don't understand how she's, you know, getting money from this. And if she does do it for a living, they can, so they make money so they can go live somewhere else. If, I don't know. If you got a job, you can really go somewhere else if you have to. Push comes to shove, you know. So she's walking down the hallway, and then she sees these two nurse-looking ladies walk by, and she's kind of like, huh. I don't even give her that much of a curiosity. She just looks at them and watches them walk in, cr- in front of her. And then she's like, and keeps walking, follows them into the living room. And it looks like the living room for Conjuring 2. I expected the guy to be like, get out of my fucking chair. Like that fucking guy, the the, the British ghost. And I was like, what? And she turns on the light, turns it off, and then just goes outside. I was like, I would, what? Either they're ghosts or they're witches or whatever, or they're people in your fucking house. And you're just like, huh. But the, the teeth thing really got to her. I don't know. She goes outside to the hot tub slash pool, whatever the fuck that thing was. This weird little circle. It didn't feel like a hot tub because there was no bubbles or anything. It was weird. They later say it, stayed it was a hot tub. Um, at this point, I was like, I really hope witches are a false lead because that would be awesome. Like, if it was just ends up being just the hicks that terrorize these people, like uh, straw dogs or something, or I, I don't know, something something cool. Like, uh, Or it's just like if it is ghosts, that's fine. Or if it's something else and it just seems like witches at first, that would it, because they're setting up like, it's Salem. It's Salem, North Carolina. Here we go. And it's just like it would be cool if it was something else, just anything else. And then they find out way later. I don't know. I don't, I don't give a shit about witches, like I said, though. Anyway, she's in the hot tub. Her face gets grabbed, and she's almost drowned. And, and then it cuts back to I wrote up nightmare. And I'm like, I really don't hope. I really hope they do that the whole season instead of those opening credits that they always show, which go on entirely too long. The first time you watch it, you're like, oh, that was cool. The second time, the second episode, you're like, oh, I didn't see that the first time. And the third one, you're like, fuck this. Fuck this fast forward. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I don't want to watch this anymore. It's Because when you see something creepy, it's creepy. And then you watch it creepy again. You're like, oh, I didn't notice that. That is creepier than I thought it was. And then the third time, you're like, it's not creepy anymore. Fuck you. It's like if I told you the same joke three times in a row. It just isn't funny that third time. You know what I mean? It's it's. I don't need to see the opening credits every single fucking time. So I hope they do this for my Rowan Nightmare thing, the show within the show. Credits, that'd be fun. Anyway, the cops are there. Cuba gets home. They didn't find any clues. There's no tire tracks. There's no pitchforks or whatever the fuck they said. Fire, sticks. I don't remember. She said they were dressed as something and she saw fire. Uh, whatever. So she uh, Cuba is overacting in this scene. I he often overacts, but I didn't. I didn't mind it in the scene because he's like talking to the sheriff. He's like, "We need protection." And he's like, "Get a gun!" And he goes, "What?" And like channels his internet cage and starts yelling at him. Basically, that cop's gonna go talk to those three hicks that were bidding on the house earlier. Um, Cuba that night finds a pig on the porch. It's dead. It's clearly like a message, and he puts up. He goes and buries it, and then he later that in the next morning he puts up security cameras that for some reason, fucking reason he just has on his person. Like he does, they don't show him going and get it. He just go going get. He he says, "Uh, I put up security cameras, and it goes to my phone. I can stream it." And I was like, "Where the fuck did you get? You just had security cameras on you? What the fuck? Like, wh- okay, that's weird. You just had like an entire." Like a, like a fucking bank. Like a bank has security cameras. He has this for his house. And I realize a lot of people do this nowadays, but you got it. He just has it. It's just like, okay, whatever. I guess we're doing this. Um, 
Lee has to go away and work again. Or not Lee. Matt has to go away and work again. Um, that's Cuba, that is. And he's like, I don't want to leave her alone, though, his wife. So he decided to have his sister show up. And she's Lee. His sister's Lee. She's played by Angela Bassett. And then also in my Rowan Nightmare version, she's played by a different actress. Um, the... Uh, excuse me. Lee explains that she doesn't like Shelby because she's like... <laughs> this is a funny scene, that funny line that Angela Bassett has. Or not Angela Bassett, I guess. Where she's like, you know, when you work out, or stretch, she stretches for a living. Stretching is what you do before you work out, before you work out, or something like that. She stretches for a workout. Stretching is supposed to be what you do before you work out, or something like that. Funny line. Obviously, I butchered it. I don't remember. This is my second time doing this. I nailed it the first time. Just trust me. Okay, so they, they kind of show Lee's backstory here. And and I kind of didn't, I, I keep saying kind of for some reason. I didn't like that they, Lee sets it up and then ruins it before you watch it. She goes, I was a cop. I took pills because I had an injury. Oh, come on, I'm not a junkie. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. And then they show her walking through a crack house and all these people passed out. And she hears a baby. She goes in there and looks at the baby, gets shot in the back. Um, and then she's, they show her taking pills. Because of the injury, taking pain pills, she gets in a car chase. The guy gets out of the car after he crashes and shoots himself on the fucking blood sprays on the wall. It's a really stupid scene. He's like, it was his third offense, so he would have went away for life. I was like, fuck, oh, whatever, okay. What it was was an excuse to show blood spraying on a wall. That's all it was for the show. Um, the <laughs> I hated this whole scene because that happened and then... The guy kills himself, like I said. And then the other cop just randomly goes to her car, to Lee's car. And is like, where is that? And he's looking around. And he finds the pills. And then, you know, she he goes, she's like, she got fired. And then they show the husband of her. And he leaves her. And he's like, you, you forgot our daughter at school three times this month. That's three more times and you touch me. I was like, okay, well, I understand why he's leaving her. Well, that's fine. Um, yeah, and that's Lee's backstory. And they did it way too quickly. Shelby, that's for the first time I'm going to say that about the show. That's for fucking sure. Shelby's making dinner. She's chopping, chopping carrots. Here's a noise. She hears a noise. She goes out. She comes back, and the knife is gone. It's stabbed into the steak on the stove. Um, she pours a drink. She doesn't know why Lee stabbed the steak. I don't, I don't know. She thinks it's her. And she's pouring the drink of wine, the glass of wine, I should say. And then Lee's like, can you not do that in front of me? Like, don't drink in the house. I know it's your house. That's so fine. She's a bitch about it, too. Don't get me wrong. But she's like, I, I'm hanging on my thread here. Can you not do that in front of me? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. It's all right. It's bullshit. They start, starts, they start going at each other a little bit. And she's like, I would have liked it better if you had your badge and your gun. She's like, and Angela Bassett goes, you know, I, I don't have my badge, but Mama's still packing. I was like, God damn. Angela Bassett makes everything sound badass. Um, at this point, I'm checking to make sure it's still recording because that's what happened last time. So Matt gets this alert while he's in his hotel room. He looks at his phone, and he sees this torch mob going into the fucking house. And he's like, you know, when you see a torch mob, they're not there to welcome you to the neighborhood. I like that line. And then they show Shelby and Lee arguing over with each other. And she's like, you're never there for your brother. When he was in the hospital, you never even visited. And then they, they're like, shh, as they hear someone enter the house. They go downstairs for some fucking reason to the basement. And this TV's on. It's showing this weird held ugh, camera footage. Like it looks like Blair Witch. It's the Blair Witch. This whole fucking season is gonna be the Blair Witch, just so you know. Um, didn't you see like 
this guy hunting something. It seems like he's like, I finally found it. And it's like this pig-headed guy. It looks like a pig's head on a guy's body. It's weird. And it's you, the camera turns around. You see this Dennis O'Hare. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Dennis O'Hare and Evan Peters are huge in this show for me. They're big reasons why I like to watch the show so much. I like everybody in the show for the most part. I can't think of anybody I don't like, really. Um, some actors, it depends on the writing. Like uh, Wes Bentley, for me, it depends on the writing. Uh, especially last season. They didn't really know what to do with him last season. They, When the writing sucked, he sucked. When the writing was good, he was fine. I feel like he just didn't care. <laughs> anyway, they um, the TV's on in the basement. Like I said, they watch this weird video, and they go upstairs, and then they show all of them together, the cops, the two women, and then by this time, he was home, um, Matt. And there's sticks, all, there's sticks all over the ceiling upstairs, and it looks like, exactly like the Blair Witch. You've seen the Blair Witch. This, this is what happens in their fucking house. And they're like, how did it get here so quickly? He's like, is that really the point? I'm like, it would be for me. Like, if, if something supernatural happened, like, it happened supernaturally fast, then, yeah, that is a big component of this for me. I don't know about you. But that's, I mean, obviously I know that it's something supernatural in this show, but you would still be like, how? How did they do it that fast? Like, it's, I would want to know why still, even before I went to the supernatural thing. Um, Shelby freaks out. She leaves because Matt doesn't want to leave. Um, she hits Kathy Bates with her car. I only know that because I had the freeze frame on it. And I was like, hey, it's Kathy Bates. She better not be the same witch she was in season three. Um, that was in New Orleans. I hope it's not the same. That'd be weird. Um, anyway, she just gets up after getting hit by the car and walks away. And Sarah Paulson follows her and is like, yeah, you got to go to the hospital. And you know, she w- wanders out into the woods with you know, chasing this person. Um, finds some more sticks in the in the air in the trees. She falls down. The ground starts moving. It's like there's it's like there's water underneath the land. It starts moving. She runs away. She runs into Wes Bentley in the woods. Not literally runs into him, but sees a bunch of torches. We look over. We see Wes Bentley with a beard. He's got a big old lumberjack beard, or like a crazy caveman beard. And we're like, and I saw in the credits, he's just in the IMDb. He's just credited. Which means he's not in the episode, but he's totally fucking there. He's in the episode. Um, she turns around, hears a guy screaming, and there's a guy with a missing scalp. And that's the end of the episode. And I was like, okay, they're setting it up. They're, this show is really good at first episodes. And that's because... I'll get there. I want to say this first. Evan Peters and Cheyenne Jackson are also in the credits for this episode after the show. And I was like, I didn't see them. Was one of them the guy with the missing scalp? I fucking hope not. I was like, oh, I really hope they're both. I know they're both in it, but I didn't see them. So am I fucking crazy or what? Anyway, um, what I was going to say is I really hope this show doesn't do what this show does. And that is get in its own way. It's the Allen Iverson. It's the John Jones. The fighter John Jones. He, it's like he's going to be a really good fighter. He's best pound for pound fighter. As long as he doesn't do cocaine and get in his own fucking way. As long as he doesn't prevent himself from fighting, he is a good fighter, you know? And Albert Iverson, as long as he doesn't, you know, get high and beat his mom, he'll be fine. He'll be a fine player. It's like this show, the only thing in the show's way of being an amazing show is the fact that it stumbles over its own foot so fucking much and just gets in its own way. And it just can't stop doing that. So I'm looking forward to this season with that being said. I'm glad. And a lot of people on IMDb didn't seem to care for the style of the show, the, the uh, mockumentary show within a show thing. But I did like it. I liked it. I have nothing against it. They're not overusing it. They're not relying on it. It's kind of just a backstory narrative to it. And I'm fine with that. 
I would like to see it evolve into its own storyline, if that makes sense. Like, if part of if part of the show later on is someone realizing what happened and wanting to make a show out of that, so then they start making the show, and that's part of the story too. Kind of like in season two with um, Bloody Face and, you know, you got, um, what's her name? Sarah Paulson's character doing the interviews and stuff. Like, if they tied them together, that'd be fun. Um, I really hope they go that route and don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up, guys. Come on. Don't fuck up your own show. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to head out. So I, I, I do, I'm optimistic for this show. Um, one thing I got to tell you guys. I just signed up for Satchel Podcast Player. Go there on your phone your iPhone, your whatever your whatever phone, and download it. It's kind of like iTunes and Stitcher. You can listen to podcasts. This one is focused more on discovering local podcasts. So if you're in the Phoenix area, you can listen to us. I, I think you can just search for anything, really. And the whole point of this, though, is you can support your local podcasts. If you're, if you're into it, if you want to help us out, because it is expensive to do, and there's almost no payout if you're not sponsored. I'm clearly not fucking sponsored based on the shit I say at the beginning of the show. Anyway, the point is, you can go there, and this says this has a list of four or five things I can say to you guys, but I'm not going to say that because fuck that. And this is like, you can donate $1, $3, $10. And I was like, who the fuck donates $3? It's, it's increments of five for me, really. $1, whatever, okay. $3, no, nobody does that. That's weird. That's a weirdo thing to do. That's someone who doesn't understand money. That's what that is. Anyway, guys, go there. I would really appreciate any support you can give me on the, all the shows we got, too. We, I have them all on there. Anyway, I'm just going to drop those right now. Um, if you go to liwstudios.com, you can check out Americant, Shitty Movie Showdown, Nick Cage Cast, Hack from the Future. Uh, other podcasts we have, which you can check out in that Satchel podcast player, um, Phoenix West Show, LIW Movie Review, Twilight Zone Review, Walking Dead Review, slash Fear the Walking Dead Review, American Horror Story Review, which you're listening to, and LAW Improv Theater. <sighs> That's all the shows. So, guys, 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 go check it out. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>